Welcome to the Vanessa G. Fitcast. If you think eating less is the answer to getting lean, or that you have to choose between having donuts and wine or having a body you love, well then, girl, you are in the right place. Chances are you've fallen victim to diet culture's terrible advice on how to eat and exercise. But don't worry, this podcast is going to bring you actionable information so you can start transforming your body without giving up your life. I'm Vanessa Gillette, founder and head coach of Vanessa G Fitness and Nutrition. This podcast was born from my passion for helping all women create bodies they feel confident in. Thank you for tuning in and trusting me to support and guide you. Now let's do this. Welcome back to the Vanessa G Fitcast. I'm Vanessa Gillette, and here with me today is Omar Pozos. What's up, you guys? Omar, I am excited to talk about this episode because this yeah. is one that I wish that I had heard, you know, five years ago. Wow, was that really five years ago? I think it was even six, actually. I'm getting old now. But <laughs> listen, don't talk to me about getting old. Once <laughs> I you turn thirty, this then is you a, can say it. This is a topic that I really needed in my younger years. Yeah. Um, especially right out of college. You know, I was really trying to establish myself like in a new city, make some new friends, uh, really get a career going. I was working in advertising at the time and I struggled a little bit because of really for this reason that we're gonna get into in this episode, and that is the support systems I had around me, the environment I was in. Were these your early Atlanta days? My early Atlanta days, Man. hot Atlanta. Yeah. You hadn't even met me yet then. That's why that's why you were struggling so much, babe. It's because you needed me. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, you're on camera now, so if you're gonna give me a stink eye, oh, we can catch it all on video. No stink eye, only love eyes. Yeah. Um but so Omar, you know, this is one way I really like to explain this concept. Um, have you ever put a crab into a bucket. Have I ever put a crab into a bucket? Um, I don't think I have. <laughs> I would be very, very surprised <laughs> if you said you had. And for, you know, just for the fact of the matter, I actually never have myself, but this is an analogy that I really love because it explains things really, really well. And that is, if you put a crab into a bucket, it's going to climb its way out of the bucket. But if you put multiple crabs into the same bucket, the crabs are totally fine. You don't need to put anything on top of the bucket to keep them in because guess what? As one crab starts to try and climb its way out of the bucket, the like other that. crabs <laughs> the other crabs pull it down. And I love this analogy because a lot of women are like this. And I'm not attacking women as a whole, but I find that when it comes to people starting on their health and fitness journeys or really trying to better themselves in any way, as we know, that comes with needing to change, changing some habits, changing some behaviors, changing how you spend time, just changing how you show up as a person. It's, it requires some form of identity change at times. And a lot of times the people around you in your life may not like seeing you changing because they might just be used to seeing you a certain way. They might see it as a reflection of themselves. A lot of times people look at the people in their lives changing and feel almost attacked because they don't feel like they're changing the way they should be. But at the end of the day, 
this can be really, really detrimental in your progress. And I've seen this happen with clients in the past. I've seen this happen with just other people in my own life. And I had this happen to me myself at the beginning of my own health and fitness journey. Back when I was in Atlanta working at an ad agency right out of college, um, it was a very small company and it was the type of culture where drinking was very promoted. It was the, you know, the type of like fun company where like we drink during the day and like have a good time. And then we go to happy hour after work. And I, you know, did that for a little while. And then I started to feel like I don't really enjoy this. This isn't really me. It's physically, I feel more inflamed than I used to when I didn't drink quite this much. And I just knew that like, I'm trying to get healthier. I wanted to lose weight. I knew that I had aspirations beyond that. And I knew that to get to the place that I wanted to be and to become the person I wanted to be, it was going to require me to make some changes. And one of those changes needed to be drinking less. And so I started to just not participate in some of that as much. You know, when the the drinking would start to happen, I just would say, no, thanks, I'm good. And I just would not participate. Or when, you know, they were going to a happy hour after work, I might go and not drink, or I might just not go at all because maybe that was easier for me. But as I started to make some of those changes, I got a little bit of, you know, unintentional. I think everybody had good intentions, but unintentionally, I got a little bit of essentially almost feeling like I was being iced out of the group a little bit. I was becoming less a part of like the social atmosphere. I started to get less opportunities in work and I started to feel just really down and bad and left out. And that was a really hard time for me in my life. And I did ultimately end up leaving that job. And I do think that, you know, everything happens for a reason. And it was a really great um, way to push me into doing things that were better for me and ultimately led me to starting my own business and really ending up here where we're at. So I don't regret any with of Omar. it. <laughs> of course, with Omar as well. Got to point that out. Yeah. But I just want to put that out there that it's normal, that that stuff happens when you're trying to make these changes. And guess what, guys? Change is hard. Change is not meant to be easy. Like when you're trying to change your life, there's a reason that other people aren't doing that all the time, that the other people aren't living up to their expectations. It's because change is hard. And if you want to become somebody that you've never been, you're going to have to do things that you've never been. And that might mean separating yourself a little bit from people that might be bringing you down, that might be the other crabs in the bucket that are pulling you down as you're trying to climb your way out of the bucket. And so that's just something to kind of consider here and for us to really talk about a little bit as far as what can we actually do in those situations to really have conversations with those people. So maybe we can't separate ourselves from some people, or maybe we don't want to separate ourselves from some people. And it's going to be more so of like, what actions can we take that are within our control to just better our environment to set us up better for success? Yeah, absolutely. And honestly, I mean, I don't think it's just the women problem. I think it happens to guys as well. And it just, it's something that you see uh, just so commonly across the board. Um, and I, I wanted to ask you, Vanessa, like, when you were kind of going through all that and you really kind of, you know, almost like drew a line in the sand and you were like, you know what, like, this is not fulfilling to me. Like, I don't really enjoy drinking this much or I don't really enjoy going out this much. Like, and, and I know you mentioned that you felt like you were, you know, secluded and iced out from potential opportunities and just hanging out with people. Like, how did that feel on your end? I'm curious, like going through that transformation, like what was, what would you say, I guess was the hardest part about it? Well, I think the hardest part about it was the fact that I really was craving that kind of social 
relationship. I was craving yeah. the feeling of belonging like us all human beings do. That's a natural human tendency. Yeah. And I was in a new city where I didn't know anybody upon going there. And, you know, this community I had in my workplace was the people that I was leaning on the most to have a social life with. And when I essentially realized that like, you know what, hanging out with these people a lot isn't really serving me. It's actually getting me further from the place that I want to be then that was really, really difficult because it forced me to take a step back and look for other places to foster friendships, foster relationships. And that's where ultimately I ended up more so finding myself in a friends group that was really bonded by our love for health and fitness. And that's where I met my lovely co-host here. Dun, dun, dun. (laughs) Uh, No, but I mean, I, I, I do think that you know, you have a great point because you're right when you're young and single or even when you're just moving to a new city or a new job, like you want to fit in, you want to feel like you're part of the group. And it's really hard when that group has different priorities than what you have, especially if, if you're in a process of, you know, starting or along the way of your health and fitness journey. Um, and which funny enough, like part of the reason that we decided to move was because we wanted to be close to family. Right. And, and I think you and I joke, but it, we're kind of serious. It's like, well, you know, worse comes to worse, like family's going to have to hang out with us regardless of whether or not, you know, they kind of <laughs> like us. So we kind of use that as an excuse, but I, I think you're a hundred percent correct. Um, you know, when it comes to situations like that, one, it's going to really suck to, to kind of go through the change and be the one that stands up and, and goes against the crowd or does their own thing. Because at the end of the day, like you said, you know, change, change sucks and it's, and it's hard. But at the end of the day, when you're on the other side of it, looking back, you, you realize just how much growth and how much, uh, you know, how much more you've learned along the way. Absolutely. And so, you know, we don't ever want to get to this place to where we're surrounding ourselves with people that are just bothering us and are causing us to feel like resentment towards them and then ultimately making decisions we don't want to make, which causes us to feel almost shame about ourselves. Instead, we want to think about, okay, realistically, what is within my control? And I think the first step is recognizing, you know, the people that may be the crabs in your world are these people that you can just kind of separate yourself from a little bit, maybe like physically or just kind of, um, like time-wise, can you distance yourself from them? Like maybe not spend as much time with them or physically like move further away. Like if you're someone who's maybe really been stuck in your hometown and you feel very limited, maybe it's time for you to kind of spread your wings and try a new place with a new community that maybe is a little bit more like-minded as you. Yeah. But for others, it might not be that easy. It might be your family. It might be your childhood best friends that you don't want to ever distance yourself from. Like it's okay to grow separately apart from them. doesn't mean that you have to completely have just no relationship with them ever. However, you still need to set some form of boundaries. And the way that I like to really just encourage people to kind of go about that is to have that hard conversation. And the main thing that has to happen in those conversations is coming from the form of just how do you feel? Never attacking people, never saying like, you're doing this, I need you to stop doing that. And, you know, saying like all these things, but it's really starting from first asking permission to have the hard conversation and saying, hey, like I, you know, have some things that I would like to talk about that have just been kind of bothering me or, you know, that I'm feeling X, Y, Z about, you know, can we talk about these things or like when would be a good time for us to talk about that and giving them essentially control over when to have that conversation is super important. 
but then how to actually go about that conversation. And and before you, sorry, didn't mean to interrupt, but before you kind of get into that, the other thing that I see too, because a lot of the, the people that we talk to are, you know, married uh, women or people that are in relationships. And one of the things that we advise to them is to, to when they go up to their significant others is to really, you know, dive into how this is affecting them. And mm-hmm. what I mean by that is, you know, if, if, if it's going out or if it's, you know, changing nutrition habits or what, whatever lifestyle change you want to make, you really have to express and, and tell your partner or your significant other or your group of friends, if that's who you're referring to, be like, hey, you know, I just want you guys to know that XYZ is affecting me in, in really, you know, how I see myself in the mirror or how confident I feel. Because once you really open up and are vulnerable to them, um, you can really express to them how important this is for you because otherwise they're gonna be like oh like you know I thought you were joking or I didn't think you were being that serious and if you really sit down and just open up they're gonna be willing and be more receptive to really hearing you exactly and so that's really it starts with letting them know how you feel because your feelings and your experience is your own and people can't really argue that but really also coming from like why you want to make these changes so if we're talking about health and fitness changes maybe it's you know I don't want to drink quite as much. Like, hey, I would really enjoy if we maybe started to do these other things to socialize and hang out that would be a little bit more supportive of my current goals because these things are really important to me because my health matters, because I've been feeling really low energy, because my hormones are a little bit off. And I know that the steps I need to take right now are to drink less alcohol or to do X, Y, Z, whatever that looks like for you, but letting them know what it is that you're trying to do and why you're trying to do that. And once you explain that, then letting them know how they can support you within that and making it very, very simple because we can't control other people's actions and behaviors, but we can at least let them know what that would look like for you and spell that out for them because that helps give them kind of that first step of like, okay, I know how I can support my friend. I know that I care about them and that this is what they need. And so rather than saying like, hey, you've been doing X, Y, Z, and it really bothers me when you do that. And like essentially coming from this frame of just criticizing them instead, just say, hey, this is what I'm trying to do. This is why I'm trying to do it. And this is how you could support me going forward. And that would mean so much to me if you could do that. And that alone, it creates a safer space. It's not attacking. And it just helps them see what they can do to support you. And, you know, people can't support you if they don't know how to support you. Yeah, that's the, the that's that's what it comes down to. It's like you can't expect to be supported if you don't tell people that you need help or you put yourself in this position to where you can have these hard conversations. And, you know, at the end of the day, like I, I want to really emphasize this, like this is not an easy conversation to have. This is not something that, you know, like you guys can be listening or, or hearing us now and, and or watching us and say, hey, you know, easy for you to say, Omar, because, you know, now you have all this experience or you work in the health and fitness industry, like that's your job. But the reality of it is, you know, I I didn't always, you know, work in this industry. Like I had a, a, a nine to five office job with friends that like to do other things that I like to do. And when it came down for me, to really make a conscious effort to start doing the things that I wanted to, I really, what I tried to do was I, I, I drew a line in the sand and really said, you know, what is the new identity that I want to have? Or who is the person that I want to become? And, you know, with that new identity comes new priorities. So if for me, you know, me being a fitter, healthier version of myself was really my new identity, 
then I had to prioritize what would get me to that end result. Because at the end of the day, you know, there's the you that, you know, goes out and, you know, drinks and, and, and really doesn't pay attention to what they put into their body. There's the you that goes out and maybe spends money on stuff that isn't helping you to where you want to go. But at the end of the day, like I said, you know, if you draw a line in the sand and you're true and honest to yourself, then you can really start implementing some changes. And it doesn't have to be all by yourself. Like you said, you know, whether it's, uh, you know, with the help of a friend or, you know, family, whatever that might be, really encouraging you to push yourself and become the best version of yourself is, is really what got me to where I am now. And, you know, the progress really never ends. The work never ends. It's it's a constant work in progress, at least for me it is. Yeah, absolutely. And then just remember too that, you know, this is the modern world where we can create the connections and the supportive system we need, not necessarily being like actually in the location that you're surrounded by these people. Yeah. And that's what so many of our clients do. That's what we've done where we have friends within like our health and fitness kind of atmosphere yep. from all over the country. And we might not be located next to them, able to necessarily like hang out every day, but we foster those relationships and that helps us continue to create the life that we want to live. And our clients do that as well, where we have this community, you know, we have our upcoming in-person retreat and like people are able whoop, to create. I'm so excited for that, by I the know, way. me too. But like people are able to actually create these relationships and potentially foster the friendships that they might not have in other places of their life. And so, yes, sometimes that does require you to have to like pay money to step into the groups. You know, I've spent so much money on masterminds and different things where I can put myself in the room and surround myself with the type of people that are going to lift me up instead of pull me down. But yes, I had to pay money to get there. And that's often what people have to do. But the people that invest in themselves are going to find themselves around other people who invest in themselves. And by default, you're going to end up getting pulled up because that type of person who recognizes their value and invests in that, that's the type of person that is growing and is changing in good ways. So if you want to change, you want to better yourself, really, you need to just audit your environment, see who you're spending your time with and ask yourself, how could I take tiny little steps to get into a place where I can do that? And, you know, having a coach guide you through that process as well, as far as how to have the tough conversations and how to manage your environment is also really, really helpful at the end of the day. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's about working smarter, not harder. Exactly. Yeah. But I hope that this episode was helpful for somebody out there who maybe is struggling with these things now. And if you want to talk more about this, my DMs are open. I really do enjoy having these conversations. I have these on a daily basis with our clients. And, you know, if you're looking for a more of a community where you can get more tips and resources and support on your health and fitness for completely free, Dive into our free Facebook group, which is linked in the show description, and you'll find tons of free tips, resources, downloads, guides, all the things you need to really get started on your health and fitness journey and to help yourself start being held accountable and find like-minded people as well. Yeah, and my favorite part about that group um, is the fact that, you know, some people right off the bat are like, hey, I'm just here to make friends. I'm just here to learn. And half the time, you know, we, we try to help as, as much as we can. And then a couple of weeks later, or months later, they come back and they're like, oh my God, like, look at the amazing transformation that I've had just from the free resources and just being around other like-minded people. And it's just so crazy to see how that stuff works. Absolutely. So if you're in the group already, shoot me a message because I would love to connect with you if I haven't already. And if you're not in the group, definitely go ahead and join. It's completely free and you will get tons of resources and you can really be on your way to an amazing transformation on your own completely for free. But 
That is all for this week. Thank you so much for listening. We'll be back next week. See you guys. Thanks for listening. If you learned something today, the best way to say thank you is to subscribe to the podcast and leave a five-star review in iTunes. And if this particular episode resonated with you, do me a favor and take a screenshot and share it on your Instagram story. Don't forget to tag me at Vanessa G Fitness so I can show you some love. All right, my carb queens, talk to you in the next episode.